And this is Jeff. Welcome on board to a new episode of the Triart Academy podcast, where it's always better, better to, to get, get good rather than get, get wrecked. But of course, this is not the main podcast series. This is actually the future side series, where we'll be looking at new sub releases and mining them for CDH gold. Yeah, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about probably one of the more controversial slash more explosive master sets that probably have happened for quite some time, quite frankly. Maybe probably since the first one. Sure. Ultimate Masters. Yeah, Ultimate Masters is a humdinger of a set. In fact, the main thing that we don't like about the set is really the MSRP, not counting one other thing that we'll also touch about uh, later in this podcast. And really, that's another rant for another time. Yeah, no, that's a whole rant in its own right. But, so, yeah, let's move on. We have found collectively well over 20 different cards that have CDH applicability. And due to the amount of cards that we have found, we're simply not going to be able to get to everything that we want to in this video. Otherwise, we're going to be here for well over an hour, two hours. Yeah, no, it's not... Within our time constraints, it's not... Well, we really don't have the feasible. time. Yeah, not yeah. feasible. So, well, in consideration of those time constraints, the cards that we talk about here will be due to the fact that they see considerable play in the online meta based on the archetype. Yep. So, before we go on any further, let's do a quick shout out. Uh, check us out on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash team tryhard. Uh, also, feel free to check us out on the web. We will post that link in the description down below. But most importantly, did you know we're also broadcasting now on the Anchor podcast platform? Oh, we're now on Anchor now? Yes, we are. Are you familiar with it? No, I'm not exactly. So Anchor is a podcasting platform. It's an aggregate platform that basically streams its audio platform, uh, its audio podcasts uh, through a number of different podcast streaming services ranging from Spotify to Google Podcasts to Google Play Music. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, uh, Podbean, Stitcher, TuneIn. There's like 15, 16 different podcasts. Wow. Yeah, no. And we'll definitely and we'll have the link to our Anchor files. Yes. down below. Yes, you can check us out on Anchor at Anchor.fm forward slash tryhard Academy. That's Anchor.fm forward slash tryhard Academy. And without further ado, let's start talking about some of these cards. Yeah, we do need to get into a what-the-hell moment first off, though. <laughs> yes, that card. Bloom Tender. We can play Where's Waldo with this card. I know, right? <laughs> this card has never seen any sort of a reprint whatsoever. It was printed back when? Eventide, I believe it was? Yeah, Eventide was the only first printing it ever had. Right, and I mean, this Son of a Gun sees play in multiple deck archetypes, uh, Breakfast Hulk being obviously one of the most prominent ones, but really any green variant archetype uh, will run this card. Any dual color, tricolor, multicolor archetype will yeah. run this card. Hell, even casual decks will even run this card. Yeah, exactly. I, I think even Blood Pot occasionally runs it. Yeah, Blood Pot does run it. Yeah. Yeah, now this card sees play all over the place, yet it has not seen a reprint. Which is the reason why it's about $30, $40. Yeah, it's like $35, $40. That son of a gun needs a reprint. That is really nothing more than a more expensive version of uh, Birds of Paradise. Yeah. Which is seeing reprints over reprints all over the place. Well, it's reprints are starting to reprint itself. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow you're not wrong. So, without further ado, let's actually talk about the, the real core, cards. The core <laughs> of them, right. 
So what better way to start off than with one of the mainstays of competitive commander, Laboratory Maniac. Who got downshifted from Rare to an Uncommon. Really? I did not know that. I need yeah. to pay attention more. Yeah, that. That, that, that's now an Uncommon now. Yeah. There will be Laboratory Maniacs coming out of the ears. Thankfully so, yes. There will be a lot more generous reprintings. Hopefully it will drop the price from where it is. I think about 6 $7 to even as low as a couple, two, three bucks. Yeah, no. Lab Man... This scene play all over the place. Sure. I mean, Breakfast Hulk obviously runs it. Any sort of blue variant deck that wants to win by decking itself will also run it. I mean, the Son of a Gun is all over the place. Yeah, no. They're not... We can't even exactly pin down all the different decks. Hell, Cast Storm. Cast Storm. Storm. Uh, Shimmer Zerb will also run it. Zerb Doomsday. Yeah. So... Nope. Go ahead. The list goes on. Yeah, yeah. Tell. Exactly. That's the TLDR. The list goes on. Quite a number of decks. It's a mainstay. It's here to stay. Yep. Speaking of things that are here to stay, in blue, no less, back to basics. Ah, uh, Blood Moon, <laughs> the mono blue Blood Moon. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd go that far, but it's a great, great card to hose down basic lands. Yeah. Uh, making non-basics useless since Urza's Saga. Yep. <laughs> Destroying the Tromlands back then. That yeah, seems good. Uh, actually, it sees quite a bit of play notoriously in Teferi Chainveil. And that card in and of itself gives it a lot of game against a lot of other uh, variant decks, multicolor variant decks, yep. whether it's Blood Pod or Breakfast Hulk. Uh, take your pick. Any two, three, four color deck that yeah, I think it sees play in Blue Moon Karanos. It does see Blue Moon Karanos play, I believe. Or at least in some lists. Don't yeah. quote me on that, though. Uh, but speaking of non-basic lands, quite a number of also quite a number of them have also gotten reprinted too. Cavern of Souls, Ancient Tomb, Urbor Tomb of Yogmoth, and Frexian Tower being the major ones. Yeah, no, and I hate to say it, but Cavern of Souls, Ancient Tomb, and Brexian Tower needed reprints. Terribly so. Yeah, Ancient Tomb has been sitting around $40, $50 itself. I'm glad it's seeing a reprint. It should drop to, I'd say, about $25, $30 for where it was a couple yeah, years ago. but who knows? <laughs> Cavern of Souls, hopefully that'll tank the price to... 40 50 bucks again. Yeah, no. <laughs> I remember when that son of a gun was 20 25 bucks. Holy yeah, no. crap. And people were like, that's too much for a card. Yeah, wait until it goes up. Yeah, no. And here we are. And how about the other one? <laughs> Frexian Tower, yes. <laughs> yeah. Frexian Tower sees play in Sedicia, Nauseam, Fishbowl, Gitrog, Dredge. Take your pick. Yeah, I no. Mean, and truth be told, most people overlook that card. <laughs> They do. It's a great ritual on a land. I mean, I'm surprised it doesn't see more play and more decks. But again, that's neither here nor there. Exactly. But speaking of other blue cards, Snapcaster Mage. Yep. Good old Snap Snap. You know, in older versions of Teferi Chainmail, it used to be ran. Nowadays, it's ran in Brawl Drago Control. Edge Returns. And I hear there's even a Tastiker Razaketh deck running around, too. Yeah, no, and there's all, even others. So and it pops up all over the place. CDH is not exactly as widespread as it used to be, but considering that there's probably that people are running better options, or they've realized that the option it offered wasn't really all that irrelevant. Yeah, it wasn't all that relevant. Yeah. So overall, though, it's kind of been hit or miss, but still, though, it sees enough regular play, though, and enough decks 
that it actually is fairly in its own right though. I want to say it's worth $50, right? $50, $60 worth. But it's like, if it got down to like $20, $25 back down towards where it was back in the Innistrad block. <laughs> I would not be mad to see it drop that low. No. Uh, and I remember I bought my copies around $25, $30 too. Yeah. Uh, and then to see Statcaster just jump up to like $80, $90 for a period of time. Yeah, no, that was garbage. Yeah, no. Holy balls. Speaking of another card that's actually been slowly sneaking its way up and sees play all over the place, mm -hmm. how about Mana Vault? You know, fast mana is also another staple of Competitive Commander, and having a mana positive rock being reprinted is always a good thing. Exactly. <laughs> Personally, I would have loved to see other artifacts also get reprinted, such as Mox Opal, which did not see another reprint. <clears throat> that's a Mana Crypt. <laughs> Thank you for mentioning Mana Crypt. Uh, it did get a reprint, I believe it was in Eternal Masters. I hate to say it, there's only two official, there's only two printings of Mana Crypt. Right. The book promo, which is its own, which is its original printing, and the and the Eternal Masters. Didn't they also make a judge promo of that too? I don't think so. That's something we're going to have to check out. Yeah, no, that was... But yeah, no. But as far as I know right now, there's only two printings of Mana Crypt. Yeah, and that's something that needs to reprint. Isn't she hovering somewhere around 150 right now? Yeah, depending on the variation. Um, there's I've seen some people are selling the book promos for almost 200. That's obscene. I remember when the IDW book promo was sitting around 50, 60 bucks. I know. I got lucky when I picked mine up around 80. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. no mine was a mine was a Portuguese IDW book promo, uh, and I'm totally glad I picked it up at fifty, sixty bucks many, many years ago. That son of a gun has held its value in them. So yeah, no, it's that card is way too expensive. And Mana Vault, truth be told, was sneaking up in value. Even the cheap ones were even getting what, like 20, 25, 30 bucks. I yeah, <laughs> it's like like really. <laughs> you know, speaking of expensive cards that have not seen too many reprints, but could always use a reprint. Noble Hierarch. Oh boy, here we go. This oh. gun is not only a mainstay in Modern, which is another format that we occasionally play, but is neither here nor there. It's obviously a CDH staple seeing play in Breakfast Hulk, Timnathrasios Paradox Scepter, Tazri Food Chain, Timnathrasios Razakets, and many, many others. Yeah, now this card, if you're running Bant... Even the Bant colors and yeah. the deck. You're running this card. Yeah, I mean, even some Derevi Stacks lists even ran it at one point. In fact, I think uh, Derevi Stacks even ran Bloom Tender in some cases. Yeah, too. I do. Yeah, no. Some, you can even see lists that still run them. Yeah. <laughs> not, not that Derevi Stacks is a common archetype, but yeah, like those lists will occasionally run those, if not definitely run those. Yeah, no. It, the card is solid enough for its own right. In fact, is that really as a mana dwarf's concern, it checks all the boxes. Yeah, it does. It's fairly efficient. It's efficient for what it does. Yeah, and I hate to say it though, if it drops down to like forty-five bucks, I'll be happy. You know, me personally, I would be overjoyed to see it drop below forty. Do I think it'll drop below forty? Probably not. Yeah. It still sees way too much play in other constructed formats for that to happen. Personally. Yeah, no. But I mean, a man can hope and dream, right? Exactly. <laughs> But speaking of dredging up the past, let's talk about dredge. Oh boy, the elephant in the room if there ever was one. Right. So, <laughs> Dakmore Salvage, 
Golgari Grave Troll, Life from the Loam, Urborg Tomb of Yogmoth, Buried Alive, Devoted Druid, Eternal Witness, Reanimate, Kozilek Butcher of Truth. Those cards, I'm glad, are all seeing reprints. Well, we already talked about the Urborg, but let's talk about Dakmore Salvage and all the other Dredge stuff. Definitely. Let's Dredge talk about that. Dredge is ability that even Wizards even stated. This is a mistake. <laughs> well, that's because Mark Rosewater doesn't always have the foresight. But, hey, you know what? Let's not fault the guy, all right? Yeah. <laughs> He's still human. <laughs> hey, nobody's perfect, right? Uh, Golgari Grave Troll, Life from the Loam. What else can be said beyond the fact that these two cards are mainstays in Get Rock Dredge Combo? Uh, Buried Alive also sees play in other decks in addition to uh, Get Rock Dredge. Uh, Eternal Witness, Reanimate, Devoted Druid, uh, all see play across many different green variant decks and black variant decks. Uh, Kozlik, especially in Dredge. Yep, Kozlik, really, truth be told, if you want to get really nail the hammer on it, only sees play in Dredge. Mm-hmm. If you really think about it, Dredge. Yeah. Yeah, Kozlik. However, though, he may show up in some random old school Joyer deck. <laughs> I did not know Joyra, Big Fatties, and Land Destruction were still actually like seen as competitive. I don't think they are. They're labeled as actually powerful. Yeah, I was going to say, they're labeled on the lower end of powerful. That's yeah. like tier 2 5, I yeah, have to say. Yeah, I think they're tier 2 5, but it's like really. It's really because of, really, Gitrog Monster. <laughs> yeah, no, Gitrog Dredge is just disgusting. In fact, I think uh, in the online uh, CDH tournament, it was the Gitrog Dredge combo deck that actually won that whole entire thing. I think that, I think it was, yeah, if I remember correctly off the top of my head. But yeah, no, but really, it's like you think about these cards, World Rage Troll, Life from the Loam. Life from the Loam is just a great card anyway. Yeah, I could definitely see an argument for that. And I think Seasons Pastiger also runs that too. Yeah, I think he also runs many of these same cards too. Some of the same cards, definitely. Yeah. GGT? <laughs> GGT is disgusting, of course. Yeah. I mean, hell, the son of a gun got banned in modern for very good reason. Twice. Twice. <laughs> I, that should tell you something. But, hey, you know what? That's modern. Let's not get too far off exactly. the bandwagon, right? Uh, getting back, you know, speaking of tutoring and doing dumb stuff in black, Red doesn't get that much love every no. so often. So it is wonderful to see Gamble getting a reprint. Well, truth be told, if I'd really have to my way of saying about it, I wish Red got another tutor. Yeah. But at the same time, though, making Gamble cheaper is like, okay, I guess we can make Gamble cheaper. Yeah, an unconditional tutor at that, specifically. Yeah. I think we should clarify that. Yeah. Because Red does have some tutors, but they're more get, more or less geared towards uh, artifacts and or dragons say, or stoppy stuff. Yeah, it's usually only geared towards... The red tutors are mostly geared towards, well, artifacts and dragons. Right. In fact, actually, the only tutors I can think of off the top of my head are actually only for dragons and artifacts. Right. <laughs> Which kind of tells you something. Exactly. Uh, Gamble is obviously going to be a welcome reprint for any and all uh, red variant decks. Doesn't matter if it's, uh, like... For, uh, what you call Vile Smash or Thrasios. Yeah, Vile, Thanks. it's like really, if you're running, if you're running red, you're going to be, and if you don't run black, you're right. probably running this card. Goto, uh, Goto Home Decks will welcome this reprint. Uh, Yidris Melt Banana, I'm sure, will welcome the reprint. 
quite a number of other red variant decks. Yeah, no. Uh, Rorikthar stacks. Rorikthar stacks. Blood Pod, if, you know, if your list runs it, will definitely welcome this reprint. Yeah. Uh, but getting back, let's get back to the black side of things. Micaeus to Hallowed. Yeah, this card... And truth be told, if you're actually surprised by this guy, you shouldn't really be. This guy is actually a stealth built, was one of the most stealthier guys that people don't talk about. This guy actually shows up in uh, Honor Brew Marin and Voorhees Hulk. Borrows Hulk, yep. Yeah, and truth be told is that if you're not familiar, Mikaios is actually serves possibly outside of the Morsi Breakfast Hulk decks. Outside of that, Mikaios is actually fills up the other combos. Right. Or Flash Hulk, which is the whole Flash Hulk, which is the Hulk into uh, Hulk into basically any type of reanimator, right. right? With a sack outlet. Then you dig up both Walking Ballista and Micaeus here. Just right. Like to win the game with infinite damage. Yeah, I mean, it's also used in conjunction with uh, certain Faceless Butcher yeah. interactions. Faceless too. Butcher, yeah, no, there's a list of these variations. <laughs> you know, and they're both respectable decks. They yep. really are. Uh, but let's not get too far off the uh, beaten path. There's one other card that we should also mention. And this one, last but not least, Temporal Manipulation. This is a reprint we needed. Yes. In fact, uh, this son of a gun was sitting at about $70, give or take, before the reprint. And that's... Uh, the original, uh, that's the, uh, Judge promo that was sitting around that price. The original <laughs> one, I think, was sitting about 100 Yeah, no, this card is insanely expensive for what it really did. And, truth be told, it was no better than a, well, time warp. That's exactly what it was. It was an old school time warp from way, way, way back in the day. Uh, this particular card is predominantly seen in Edric Turns, and Temple Manipulation with Edric is bread and butter right there. It's peanut butter and jelly. Yep, not really... Truly difficult, nothing game-breaking. <laughs> you, but it's a necessary thing to use and need in order to make sure a deck like that uh, keeps firing like it needs to. Yeah, no, because really, truth be told, that's the only way you're going. <laughs> right. It, it, you, go, you go that way or you go home. Now, my personal version runs uh, Nexus of Fate along with Druid's Repository. So that way, from an empty library, you can just keep taking infinite turns and not even thinking twice about that. Exactly. But that all being said, that's all the time that we have for this episode. If you like this content, feel free to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash team tryhard. Feel free to check us out on the web at our website, which we'll leave the description down below. And finally, feel free to check us out on the Anchor Podcast platform at anchor.fm forward slash tryhard-academy. And with that said, it's been a pleasure doing this set review. And as always... It's always better to get good rather than get wrecked.